Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Did you format the card? Uh, shit. We're recording over the past episode. We don't need that episode. That was a bad episode. Wait, so wait, did you format or did you not format it? I don't know what formatting means. I just kind of click around until you and you, you don't ask me anymore. <laughs> We've lost so much footage. <laughs> That's such a stupid <laughs> Oh, what is that, Improv 101? Yes, it is. Hey, guys. Welcome back to Only Stupid Answers, the yeah, best we're, damn we're podcast. Right into it. The, yes. You can put your ears into I'm Afraid we're Train. We're tired boys. We're tired boys me. today. We no. are tired. You can, I thought we were going to fake it. We're not faking it. It's, <laughs> it's just right there on the this, surface. This is the, chi- this is the chill episode. We're chilling out. Everyone's chilling out. Go ahead and kick back on whatever bus or in a car ride. Maybe take a nap in your car ride you're in your commute to work. Doing something really smart right now because you're wearing a tank top. Uh-huh. And that's good because normally it's, it gets a little hot in here. It gets a little sweat. Yeah. Sweat. You, you came prepared. I always have to be. <laughs> I do. always have to be. Come prepared. DJ, woo. Yes. Um, what are we doing? If someone asked you on the street, they stopped you, gun gun to you, and they said, what is your <laughs> podcast about? Yes. What would you say? Uh, movies. Mm-hmm. Comics. Wow. Uh, TV shows. Ooh. Sometimes like ghosts and Ooh, time travel. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. And then what's the selling point right at the end we talk about? And then you're dead. So that's how it, I'm sorry. That's you didn't you're not fast enough. No, I didn't I didn't sell it fast enough. The answer is Dollar Shave Club. <laughs> Cuz I fucking love Dollar Shave Club. We'll talk about more about that in a minute. But first up. <laughs> um uh oh man. What do we do in the intro? <laughs> What are we doing doing this intro? So, so if you found us, obviously, because you're listening to congratulations. this podcast. But if you're like, hey, I don't like where I'm listening to this podcast, just go to onlystupidanswers.com. .com. And that has all of our different platforms that we're on. Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes. Radio, iTunes, all that jazz. All the cool stuff. But you can also find all of our social media. And really quick, guys, oh, I, want, I want to make sure that you guys know that you can find us basically everywhere there's a there's a water so, slide being built upstairs <laughs> yeah um it looks to be fair it looks like a lot of fun it's like in did you ever see blank check i did not ah, i did not it's this kid he finds a blank check and he gets like two million dollars familiar which, with the premise of blank check <laughs> i don't think it's like a real thinker when yeah. it comes to the premise and the title but anyways he gets two million dollars <gasps> and he wow. buys a mansion you're like that's not real but he's no. in like ohio so i'm like okay maybe but yeah. he builds a sl- sl- slide down mm-hmm. from his second story into his pool i wish none of this was true i wish there was you're saying all this and there was no <laughs> blank check movie not this is not the premise he does not live in ohio DJ, this is just all like you didn't watch a lot of like more mature movies when you were a kid yeah. so i'm just lying to you exactly because <laughs> you'll never watch it no i will never go find blank check until now uh, no what i don't know uh, okay. we, can, we can find blank check what were you gonna say before we went off the blank check tangent we're talking about social media only stupid ans- at only stupid answers on twitter what do you do i want to watch blank check i'm sorry i got a blank check on the mind i'll get that later anyways you yank the vowels out of stupid yes does STPD. I just had a really good idea that you're going to ask me about after the episode uh-huh. for something that we were talking about before the episode. 
Yeah, that is yeah. vague. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, but you uh, should check us out on Twitter yes. mainly because we uh, we've been doing these monthly movie nights, as yes. in we've done one, and a second one's coming up on yes, the seventeenth. Let me just double check that I have that date right. It's the tenth, seventeenth. That's seven days in a week. Yep, seventeenth. And well, don't worry, we'll tweet out about it. Yes. So you'll get all the info. But also, we have polls to decide which movie we're going to watch. Uh-huh. It's very exciting. That's for our Patreon contributors, $10 plus <gasps> or $10 and under, not above $10 because that's how it works. That's how Patreon works. Um, and But also, I want to make sure that you guys follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And we are way more active now on Instagram. We post Instagram stories right before we record or we mm-hmm. go get screening. Mainly, it's me zooming in real close to DJ's face. Love it. I want to hear what you guys think about it. Yeah. Say, say, say stuff about it. We'll yeah. read them on the show. <laughs> also, we have a Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash only stupid answers. And big celebration. Uh, I, um, I'm going to be honest. I cannot find the name as of this moment of who created. Oh, there we go. Dub Dub Dubs um, for creating the Reddit. Thank you yes. so much because they just passed a thousand moist little ears That's participating. Badass. Dub Dub Dubs, you're killing it you're over there. Killing it. We also have a Slack. We do, and I, I want to make sure. Get stupid tweets about saying that I'm not on it, and who I'm could, sorry. Who could? I'm sorry. Why aren't you on Slack? I'm not even on my new work Slack because well, it's just well, taking a minute for things for that to happen. All right, it's only it's super easy to log on. Don't worry, yeah. we'll I'll, I'll make sure I'll add it somewhere that you so you guys can find the link to join uh, the Slack. Like me, the link me. Mm. Um, but also, I just want to say thank you to Master Chowster because I couldn't find your name last time we did an episode, and you guys got real mad at me. Also, guys, I'm trying to be on slack but it's now another thing it's now another uh form of social media that i'm just i can't i can't keep up with i barely keep up with twitter and instagram and everything Mm -hmm. but i just want to make sure top of the episode that you guys knew uh know everywhere you can find us and also find other people that listen to this podcast and how they've created an awesome community community on reddit and also you guys can talk to us on social media so there you go make sure you check them out uh have some fun be nice to each other but dj at the top of every episode yes. we like to do a few things and i think we've done a few of those things already but what's one of the favorite favorite things we like it when you go on itunes for those of you that listen on itunes and even for those of you that don't and you give us a five-star review because what other rating would you give us mm-hmm. and then we like to read those five-star reviews i have one right here one of my favorites five stars by jd butler 0509 now sam this is a little bit a longer one i'm going to tag you out halfway through i'm not going to tell you when i'm going to tag you in uh-huh. but just be ready okay read along with me okay in the past year and a half i have found myself listening to exponentially more podcasts but this one stays consistently one of my favorites it makes me wish my 20 minute commute to school was longer just so i could listen to sam and dj some more each of their points of view is unique from each other and quote inter interesting I'm always fascinated by what they I did have not. To say. I did not tag and you in. Ever since SourceFed and SourceFed Nerd ended, this podcast has been a. What? The tagging out. I'm tagging. Tagging, why don't you tag out on the end of a sentence? Because I didn't want. I wanted to mix it up. Uh, I mean, fine, even though they don't come on the podcast. Oh, what? you weren't keeping I up. D- didn't. I was. We were only going to do the one tag out. This Hold podcast on. has been a great way for me to, to still support, support them, them and their, and their antics. antics. If, if you, you are, are a nerd, nerd on any level, level I highly recommend <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and even, I, uh, excuse me, and, and even, even though you don't come to, to this podcast, podcast looking for humor, humor it's, it's definitely, definitely an added, added bonus. bonus. Sam, finish strong. 
I find myself laughing at every episode. To Sam and DJ, congrats on almost a year. I've been listening since episode one, and I hope you guys are doing this for as long as you can stand it. We made it. Fuck. Yeah. That was a good high five, too. I don't know if you could hear it at home, Mm -hmm. but... They could feel it at home. Oh, my goodness. Now, that's an interesting thing about that, Sam, Yoel Basher, Hmm. uh, is that they mention it's almost been a year. Jesus Christ. (laughs) I remember when you took me out to CPK, that's California Pizza Kitchen, for all the international listeners, and you're like, let's do a podcast, and then I found a bug in my pizza, and I gave it back to them. You will never forget. I I still think you could have ate it. It was one of the cute green bugs. It looked edible. I don't know what it was doing in there. It wasn't like one of the gross brown bugs. Mm-hmm. It was like the cute green ones. Like, mm-hmm. that looks like something like it. And I smell racism about bugs. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> Bug but. racism. But yeah, a year ago that's <laughs> when that, is when that happened. So uh, this is another important reason why you should stay tuned to our social media. Yes. Because mm-hmm. we've got plans for that. And what? we're finalizing them. And we will tweet out something about them. And then we will mention it next episode. And you should be excited because it's going to be pretty cool. Also... Mm-hmm corresponds with my comic book releasing oh, well shit. releasing i'm sending out the ones that you guys pre-order uh-huh. and then i've got a few extra ones that i'm going to be uh selling i think at the most we can say right now that there will be an event yes and it will be one hell of a an event hopefully yes is that a good selling point that'll I be a good job so. yes so stay tuned social mm-hmm. media more later we did it yes okay mission, mission accomplished let's hop into Wait. Wait, before we do that, what? before we hop into anything, <laughs> uh-huh. we both like, let's flip a coin. Who, which, what spot do you want to do first? Hmm. I'm asking you, which spot, which well, spot do you want I couldn't find the other one. Hold on, wait, I can't find the other one. I can't find the other one. Dollar Shave Club. We're going to do Dollar Shave Club. Guys, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, vote at home which one we should do first. They voted Dollar Shave Club. There, there we it go. Because you know what? Dollar Shave Club is the smarter choice. Get a great shave at a great price, conveniently delivered right to your door. It's an awesome life hack and a no-brainer choice. You no longer have to schlep to the store to buy a cheap disposable razor that gives you a cheap shave or spend a fortune on razors with gimmicky shaving tech you didn't need. Guess what, man? That little ball thing that you have at the end of your little stupid razor, it don't do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Just learn how to shave. And Dollar Shave Club makes it easy. Shaving especially is hard, but they do make it easy. They do, especially with their Dollar Shave Club Executive Razor and their Dr. Carver's Shave Butter. The blade just gently glides, giving such a smooth shave. Also, their Dr. Carver's Shave Butter is transparent <gasps> for a more precise shave. It helps prevent ingrown hairs and fight razor bumps because, God damn it, when you <laughs> shave for the first time and you get razor bumps, you don't want to go outside. It's no, real It's real. It's a real fun. nightmare. So, for a limited time, new members get their first month of the Executive razor with a tube of their Dr. Shake, Dr. Carver Shake butter for only $5 and free shipping. Woo! And after that, razors are just a few bucks a month. Mm-hmm. That's $15 value for like five bucks. That's insane. And in your first box, your first month box, you get an awesome weighty handle, a full cassette of four cartridges and a tube of their shave butter that we've been talking about over here. It's pretty cool. After your first month, the replacement cartridges ship automatically at the regular price. There are no hidden fees and no commitments. Cancel any time you like. And uh, you can only get this offer exclusively at dollarshaveclub.com slash stupid. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash stupid. And if you're just thinking, hey, maybe, I, I don't know, should I just give it a try? Listen, if you go in and use our code, it does us a favor. It's only five bucks. It's really only five yes. bucks. Someone also like 
Instagram messaged me, which I don't use that a lot, and they were like, hey man, thanks for talking about Dollar Shave Club, because I finally bit the bullet, and I did it, and uh, I love it. If that's not a good, if that's not a good review, if that's not a good review. I don't know what is. I <laughs> iTunes review five stars. Mm-hmm. Thanks for talking about Dollar Shave Club. Thank you so much. All so, right, Sam. Top, top 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 of episode. We like to talk about what we're into this. Yes, week. Sam. What are you into? This week? You did a lot of exciting things this week. I'm very tired, and I'm <laughs> very tired for a number of reasons. Also, I tried running again today, trying to stay on my schedule, and I realized, yes. oops, it's been a few extra days than I planned. I'm a little tired, but uh, it's been a good week. At Monday, yeah, at through, Monday, at Monday through Wednesday, I was out and about in um, New York. Um, I was doing a press junket for The Mummy, Universal's Hell The yeah. Mummy. and That's what they should have called the movie, The Mummy. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, it makes everything sound cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, mind if I just do a quickie review? I'll do spoiler-free just for the for the kids at home. You yeah, mind? do you want to? Um, yeah, go for it. Yeah, Just a mini one? Just yes. like a tiny one? Yes. I didn't like it. <laughs> no. I, think, I think The Mummy was really, I think The Mummy yeah. was really cool. But so the, the, there's, there's, there's there's six writers on this movie, and yes. you can tell. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of ideas. And I did like Russell Crowe as his character that connects to like the larger, like connected universe, the dark universe that Universal yeah. Universal is trying to make. And I will say, uh, the intro to the movie it has the universe. It's Universal, so you have the Universal logo going over the planet. Yeah, and the logo keeps going and you go around the other side of the planet like the dark side or whatever and mm-hmm. dark universe comes up in like the in the universal font and it's like oh cool so it's like a thing like this okay, is that's cool they're really investing in this uh until that wb lawsuit oh. happens oops. <laughs> yeah. oops 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 um well they called dibs yeah. i mean they got here pretty quick uh um, but they've been calling it their justice league dark movie dark universe for like 20 um, years now yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a little confusing but uh overall i feel like it feels messy it feel there's a lot of shoddy dialogue and when it I, I brought this up I think I was talking to you or talking to somebody but it was just like somebody came out and said that this movie is like is like feminist is like it's progressive and whatever yeah. and I and I guess in the terms of the the mummy like mm-hmm. her yeah. uh, uh, Amanet I think that's yeah. the character's name um, yes I don't understand why her eyes do that eye splitty thing that's on the yeah, posters yeah I don't think there's any when you look at it it looks like she's looking in two different places <laughs> yeah. and which, I mean she is but like I'm like where do I look? Yeah. Um, but the other female lead, the blonde woman who is f- like, I'm, let's be honest, she's following Nick around, Tom yeah, Cruise's Tom character. Yeah. You're kind of like, like she's just, she's a damsel in distress, which like in some movies it's cool, but it's like, can she save one person or is she yeah. always just going to get like the shit kicked out of her? And then like, he has to come in and save her or somebody else has to come in and save her. It's like, come on, yeah, come on. Like we can, we can, it's 20, 20- 17 yeah. i was gonna say 20 i was gonna say 2016 i'm a little it's the year 2022 yeah we can do better than we can, this. But, yeah. but honestly we can and it kind of sucks that like uh it came out so soon after wonder woman and it was just like that movie handled women yeah. very well and this and this didn't and it was just um that was disappointing i would i they do have a lot of hints to future things future endeavors yeah uh in the movie verse that they're making and i'm excited for those also i got to sit down so it did its job it did its job so i'm excited because of like the little hints we got yeah. but um movie wise it's it's rough but i also got to sit down with sofia batella who plays cool. the mummy and she was a uh, gazelle slash knife legs in yeah, kingsman yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and she was amazing. She was she's really also, fun. Wh- what was her character's name? Jayla in Star Trek. She was really good in that. And uh, Jake Johnson, aka Mike Falzone Light, mm-hmm. um, and Courtney B. Vance from People vs. Cool. OJ. That was a pair. They did it together, yeah. Jake and Courtney, and that was really fun. And then Alex Kurtzman, who created Fringe, one of my favorite TV shows. He's yep. the director. This is his first uh, blockbuster directing thing. Yeah, he and, did, before that, he just did This Is Us, and he's written a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And he uh, he wrote like a lot of the Star Treks. Um, yeah. And he did Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yes. But you, I don't think there's anything wrong specifically with the directing in this movie. It's mainly the script. And I don't think Alex Kurtzman, he did like the rough outline. He didn't do the screenplay, though. Yeah. So there's a quickie review. Um, and also, I read a bunch of comics. So if um, you're going to go to the movies this weekend, just go see Wonder Woman again. Go see Wonder Woman. Or uh, you can see It Comes By Night. Yeah, It Comes At Night. It Comes At Night. It Comes At Night. What's It Comes By Night? I don't know. Something like that. I don't know, but uh, yeah, man, that's that was harrowing. Ooh, that's it, it's an experience. Yeah, you know, like movies. It felt like something about eight twenty four movies. As soon as that logo comes up, I'm like, I'm about to see something that like a lot of people care about a lot. Yeah. Like, not that other movies are like people are just like you know pissing on it or whatever, but something about that logo feels like I'm in like. I'm in like an art house right now, even though I'm not. And yeah. like, I feel like someone's heart and soul really went into whatever I'm about to see, regardless yeah. if the movie's going to be good or not. Like, it's just like, I know. Although how many 24 movies have you seen that weren't very good? Like all of them are really solid. For they the most are. Part. All the ones I've seen are very solid. Agreed. Yeah. That's uh, cause I'm trying to think there may have been I'm like, sure there is one that sucks, but <laughs> I haven't seen it. I think maybe like the invitation, which was like this horror movie that came out like a year ago. It was at fantastic Fest. I think that was a 24 mm-hmm. and that was a little subpar, but I, I could be, I'm not, I'm not 100%. But what did you think of it comes at night? I I really, really liked it. I compare it to The Witch. I enjoyed The Witch more. I think The Witch is a better movie. But it's just an interesting... It it feels like a horror movie, like tonally, but it kind of isn't. It's more of a a drama, and the monster... (laughs) The monster is the scariest movie uh, monster in life uh, of all which is one day we will all die and and and, and dealing and, with that and, and dealing with the fact that you have no control over yeah that. there's yeah. nothing you can do yeah no matter how hard you try you'll probably just make things worse so maybe cool it for a minute yeah no cool it that's a really good that's note. what they should have called the movie cool just, hey just cool it because uh you were sitting next to me and i saw it with, we saw it with our buddy philip molina <laughs> yeah, you looked like you were gonna pop at one <laughs> point <laughs> i have never been more stressed out in a movie before because it's all the the main themes of this are paranoia, fear, yeah. and death, and what those do to normal people when they have no more options. Yeah. And home, there's just this like, oh my god, there's like scenes where you can't tell if it's a dream or not. And like, uh, shockingly, for a movie with dream sequences, I was not annoyed by them because they mm-hmm. served a purpose in this. They, I like the rhythm of them. I like yeah. that it was kind of like almost a chapter break each time they came up. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. But like chapter breaks are usually a time to breathe. And then when they happen in this, you're like, oh my fucking God, I'm going to piss myself in this theater. I can't handle it. Something that I think helped me in viewing it, because I've heard a lot of people complain that it's being marketed wrong. And so people are going to go in with the wrong expectations. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way somebody described it to me before I saw it is it's the best episode. It's like the best episode of The Walking Dead ever. Mm. And I that totally set the right, it put me in the right headspace. So hopefully that helps you at home yeah. as well. Not zombies, just to be clear. Technically not. Not technically it's not. Weird, it's it's like the I, fear. I, I, yeah, yeah, I went out of that movie thing like, oh, it's a horror movie, but it's like on the 
on the broadest terms, it's like it just feels like one. Mm-hmm. It really feels like one, but like technically, I don't know if it counts. It also has some of the most like human interactions I feel like I've seen in a minute because yeah. now I'm watching Master None. Finally, yeah, I yeah, came yeah. and I really like it. It's very good, and I'm sorry forever. I you know I'm gonna apologize. Formal apology, Aziz. I'm sorry. It wasn't for me at first, and then I didn't Aziz, like Aziz. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Aziz. I'm sorry. And that's a new podcast we're making. We're gonna apologize <laughs> for all the things I didn't like about Aziz. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Eric Warheim, I grew to really like his character. I realized yeah. that all these characters have, like, I think you said it was, like, different agendas or, like, different energies or something. Yeah. Um, and I got just used to it because it's like, yeah, that's how life is. Not everyone yeah. has to, like, be fitting these, like, weird, like, it doesn't have to be, like, the swath of, like, this is how life is. It's yeah. like, no, it's different. And everyone has, like, little different tastes to it and textures. Um, so I really like that. I definitely had to watch that after we saw It Comes at Night because just, I needed calm down. Just, like, a yeah, little you happier. Were, you were stressed out after that movie. <laughs> it was hot. It was rough you were not on board with the ending either I, at first i at first i grew to be on board with it i i will say is it fair if like i take an element from the trailer that they advertise heavily and just kind of correct it for people who are iffy on it sure well okay so the main point of the trailer is by like, the way hold on real quick if you're into kind of like headier horror feeling stuff just go see it and if you it. haven't seen the trailer just go see it yeah however if you had have seen the trailer here we go. Yeah. Um, there's this big mystery about a door being open and like mm-hmm. you kind of start to like in, in future trailers, you kind of hear that like this is a main door to get in and out of the house. And for some reason, it's open. This movie, that's not the, the mystery isn't that the mis- the movie is about how these people are dealing with an apocalyptic like scenario or mm-hmm. like a disease. I guess that's a better yeah. better descriptor of it. Um, but yeah, I, I'd say I recommend it. If you yeah, like horror you, movies, would you see it again? Give me some time. I, I had a hell to have to like find something that can. I even had a beer before we went in, so I was pretty yeah. mellow. But yeah. I got like worked up quick. Even yeah. even with like Blair Witch and stuff, which like it got me like excited and yeah. everything. Um, That's the more fun type of horror movie. Yeah. yeah, but no, I appreciate this a lot. It's um, God, A twenty four does some really cool they shit. Really they shit. take risks, and yeah. uh, everyone who acts in it, like the kid especially, it's yeah. Joel Edgerton's son in yeah. the movie. He's very Not his good. Real life son. He mm. plays the son in the yeah. movie. Yeah, he, um, his whole thing. He's the star. I feel yeah. like he's the star, or at least you're getting most of your perspective on everything through him. Another thing that occurred to me is everybody made those last of us jokes with Logan. Uh-huh. And it's like, no, this is your last of us movie. Like yeah. that's what this is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is literally the last. Yeah. <laughs> there's, a, there's nobody else. Uh, the other thing, um, uh, I saw this week because I finally saw Speed for the first time. God damn! And it's pretty much perfect. That it's was pretty a staple much movie when I was a kid. I'm good for you, man, because mm-hmm. I like I loved it. I love it's. I, I love like the what everything you need to know about that movie is the first time um, Keanu Reeves and. Um, uh, Jeff Daniels' characters first show up is a shot of the car careening over the camera. Like, why? <laughs> why is this happening right now? Like, why are they driving so fast? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, <laughs> damn, man! Like, it's 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 oh. And fun fact: uh, when the credits were rolling, because those opening credits, uh, that you with more modern movies, you forget how older movies like go through all the credits before the movie starts. And Graham Yost's name came up as the writer, and he is the creator and showrunner of Justified. Oh, cool. And one of the main producers that got the Americans on the air, so he's pretty much my favorite person ever. So you're going to like Speed. I want to know what you what you say after Speed 2 Cruise Control, because Keanu did, not, to, Keanu did not come back. Willem Dafoe's so, in it. He is so... That's that's how bad I hear Cruise Control is, that the fact that Willem Dafoe in it is not immediately getting me to watch it, because <laughs> I love... I almost want to go see that... Uh, Orient Express movie just because he's in it. 
looks so it bad. does not look like for me it does look not at, look, look like at that mustache yeah. i mean i know it's like the gimmick or whatever but shave that shave that stupid <laughs> shave thing that super mustache I, and because you don't know in the trailer is like is that reveal supposed to be a joke or, or is it like a big thing? Is yeah. it like a big like people are like oh shit? It's the it's the original mustache. Yeah, but, <laughs> they shaved it off the guy. Yeah, but I but I uh, I I loved it. It's it's kind of a perfect action movie. Like it's up there with Die Hard, which clearly that was the pitch. Die Hard on a bus. Uh, it is I think, definitely Die Hard. On I, a bus. I really think Keanu Reeves is in that this special tier of action actors because not if you think about like iconic action movies, Speed, The Matrix, John Wick, like uh, Point Break. Like mm-hmm. he's the guy. You're like, talking it, about the Point Break remake no i'm not oh, i'm not talking okay. about that and because he just has this really like him and sandra bullock in it like you you believe it you believe their rapport it's great it's like if you haven't seen it if you're like me just uh, fix it i think we saw it on hbo now fix it and go see that fucking movie because it's fucking great i'm very happy you've seen speed now because speed is it. it's a treat you know what fuck i haven't watched that in at least like three Do years a favor man it is you get some really good 90s action i also love it's the perfect example of like the writer's going, how can we make this worse? Because it consistently, no matter what's happening, it always gets worse in the most action-oriented way. Like, he has to hang on to the bottom of the bus. is like debris who's flying the, beneath them. Who's the villain? Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper, thank I you. Lo- Have you ever seen Blue Velvet? No. We should watch that for a movie night because it would it would it would uh melt your brain. It's it's a it's a David Lynch movie and he Dennis Hopper's in it and he's amazing. He's it. a great actor. I'm I miss him. Yeah. Rest in rest in peace. But Sam. Mm-hmm. We should talk about the trailer that dropped last. Well, of as of this recording last night. Um, oh yeah, Black Panther. Yeah. Sorry, I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" I don't have it in my notes. I yeah. couldn't. Um, no, Black Panther dropped a poster yeah. that people were on. Not the, on the. I'm gonna say on the fence. I'll be po- optimistic, glass half full. Yeah. Or on, on the, the fence. fence about it. Um, because it's not. Uh, none of it was real. Yeah. <laughs> Besides yeah. his face, it reminded me of that um, image of from Assassin's Creed of the first shot of Michael Fassbender in costume, and it's like that's that's not that's, his face. That's a stunt double in the costume. <laughs> and he photoshopped his face, and right, like, you can very clearly see that Sony. We we know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, but no we got a we got a teaser and holy shit does this movie look cool yes like, how is there what other word besides cool like i mean it's not like cool where it's like you see civil war and you're like oh this is like a really fun like idea of taking the heroes like putting them against each other it's like no 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 just the cinematography which is ryan coogler's like normal cinematographer yeah. for like creed and stuff um and like the feel of like wakanda and like seeing uh andy circus and uh martin freeman together which yeah. hasn't happened since uh, lord of the rings or something oh, uh, that's right someone, so, i didn't even think about no, that no someone on twitter did that is like oh we love reunions and it was like oh that's funny um that's great i'm glad they're bringing andy circus back because i was one because I, I wasn't sure he was going to be in this movie mm-hmm. but it's like what a waste if he was just an ultron like because he's so he's so good mm-hmm. and so i'm glad that he's going to be working with michael b jordan's killmonger mm-hmm. as god like, damn michael b jordan looks awesome also no. do you see daniel kaluuya is next to him no i did yeah, from I'm, get out yeah, yeah i'm really excited that he's in the movie like if you look at that the, the cast of that movie is a murderer's row of actors like forrest Angel- whitaker angela bassett. bassett like it's everybody like lupita nyong'o yep it's gonna be uh, like I don't even know how this movie can be bad. Like I yeah. don't like I don't well, even. Just, uh, temper okay, can I can I uh, pick a nit to to just to just level us out so we don't get overblown? It looks like there's some changes to the Black Panther costume from Civil War. Mm-hmm. Not a huge fan of them. The eyes are different. I don't think they look very cool. And also the suit lo- just looks a little less. It looks more skin tight and a little less textured. It looks like one of those like morph suits that you buy online. Hmm. And I'm not not as sold. 
interesting. I still really like it because there was a lot of cool shots. Also, seeing him kick that guy into a car and the car dented in. It never, that's never not cool. That, it, especially <laughs> right there, I was yeah. like, why does this look practical? I know it's not. No, of course it's not. Yeah. But I'm going to pretend that it is yeah. because it's so cool. Also, just like the whole pitch of Wakanda, it's like, yeah, yeah. no, they're faking it. Like, they don't, just don't want people to come in. It's yeah. No, it's a paradise. It's a technologically, it's the most technologically advanced civilization on the planet, I, and they don't want you to know about it. This is one of those moments where it's like, it's a good reminder that Black Panther is one of, not necessarily one of Marvel's most popular characters, but one of their best, like mm. just straight up one of their best characters. And I really do think they could build a whole new, if this movie does well, they could really build the whole next step of the MCU, like how they built it around Iron Man before, like Black Panther could be that for the next wave of MCU stuff just because the character is that strong. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Captain Marvel and Black Panther, I mean, I feel like Captain Marvel could be too. Not like built around, but yeah. I feel like you could double team it. Like you get Cap and Iron Man, you could do a Captain Marvel, Black Panther thing. And we already suspected it, but it's been confirmed by Chadwick Boseman that he is going to be in Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. With somebody from, I won't go into the names because I'm going to get it wrong and I don't, I don't know if that's going to change or not, but I think one of the one of the other characters from Black Panther is going to be in Infinity cool. War 2 which is awesome yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm happy about it but god damn we have three trailers out right now for uh, Spider-Man yeah. Thor Ragnarok yep. and Black Panther Spider-Man soon man yeah. oh did you hear the news about we don't necessarily need to get into it because it's spoilery and I kind of wish I didn't know mm. um, who Zendaya is it was confirmed it, it, it is, oh I don't know should be confirmed do oh. you want me to spoil it for you or do you want to not know or do you want to talk about it off the podcast let's talk about it off the podcast just in case for the people at home and you're like you don't want to know you know what because this isn't this isn't about spider-man spoilers yeah i'll spoil it for you in a a month it's only a month away yeah crazy um so uh one quick thing man before we get into the meat yes of the episode and potatoes i want to make sure that i give a proper shout out to the reddit even though i did it earlier i love to read what you're into this week because they fill out uh threads weekly yeah and we love you guys over there miss miss ander fulcrum it's Mm -hmm. a guy Mm because i said that i thought the miss was a was a hint but it's a it's a it's a boy and uh i just want to read a couple from these threads real quick um i have one here from noah underscore fuerte i watched riverdale dot 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 all i can say is fuck just I don't know what that means, but it's. I'm okay. guessing they're watching Riverdale. You've you seen go. that show. You know I it. watched the f- 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 like five or six episodes. Here is my favorite, Captain Ahab's little bro. Yes. Good username. Animosity! Exclamation point. For the love of all boy people everywhere, if you haven't read any of this series yet, go get somewhere. Go get it somewhere. It's absolutely fantastic. As I've read all seven current issues in about four hours over two days. Come on, man. <laughs> I catch up to my level. You got to finish that in about 20 minutes. The relationships and the action in the stories are amazing. 11 out of 10. I would have liked it if you did it out of like, if it's seven issues, you could have done it seven out of Yeah, we did our normal rating scheme, but you know, whatever. I don't mean to, you know what I mean. Uh, also, really quick, Cam Senses, because we can both connect to this. So I started reading Jeff John's run on Flash, and it is amazing. I just finished volume two yesterday, and I'm about to pick up the third volume today. I saw Wonder Woman on Friday and teared up just a little bit. It was amazing and that I it was amazing that I was hoping for it was as amazing as I was hoping for. I'm just filling in words that are not there. Yeah. And stayed true to the character. That's very cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jeff John's run. If you want a flash run that's real fun, yeah. He uh, Jeff John's kinda nailed it with Wally West. All right, guys, thank you so much for filling it out on uh, filling out that subreddit. 
the thread. Yes. We uh, like reading about it. Also, I just want to do a quick shout out of what I'm into this week for another comic you guys that want to check out if you guys are interested in the character. Hawkeye uh, by Matt Fraction. His yeah. run right after Avengers, I think. it's. Um, mm-hmm. It was like 2012 or 2013 when he started. The whole feel and like the just the texture of the comic is really cool and i yeah, just got it's david an- aha on art primarily i know it's a couple artists but mm-hmm. he's the primary one and it's amazing it's mm-hmm. beautiful it's kind of like a diagram like that when you when you read it it's like a breakdown of who he is like literally That's like a cool. manual yeah. and you get um uh, my favorite issue so far is like you kind of see how much of a fuck up he is which yeah. i love i think the first issue uh is the first couple pages is him like teaming up with like wolverine and spider-man or somebody and like he jumps off a roof and he tries to like grab the right arrow to like tethered to the wall but he grabs the wrong one and he falls like five stories onto the back of a car and breaks his back and it goes like a couple months later when he's being discharged from the hospital because he's a normal guy yeah it really like immediately sets up that like he's a normal guy like he gets hurt a lot uh and he gets a dog in this series named pizza dog pizza dog but arrow his name is arrow because it's closer but pizza dog um is is what he's usually titled but um there's an issue there's a one issue where it's from the dog's point of view so you see how dogs like like recognize people and they're like these like bubble diagrams where it's like oh it's her and she smells like uh she smells like pizza she gives me pizza uh, she smells like coffee she's got makeup on and like he like yeah. keeps going and here he's in scenes that you're gonna um, from what i saw from a preview from the f- next couple issues that he is kind of skipping through them and like he runs into like another dog and they kind of like smell each other and like you see like his thought like process of recognizing it That's and cool. it's real cute and there was like a crime that was committed and you see him like kind of like figuring out like okay smell wise he went over here but then he got in a car so i can't go over there there like it's it's very cute so if you want a, just a really go, good read it and figure out why hawkeye is such a badass like he's yeah. also he fucks up a lot usually every issue is like okay i fucked up like but like this is how i fucked up and how yeah. it's gonna work out yeah, so yeah, yeah. good reading anyways just want to get that off my chest now let's get into it well real quick before we get into it you got some you want to talk about blue apron real quick yeah, please. <laughs> because Blue Apron's pretty cool. I, uh, we've been using it, uh, and yes. we've been making some delicious meals. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient recipe delivery service in the country. Blue Apron's mission Shit. is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone, and they achieve this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting up higher standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. It's pretty neat it's pretty if you easy. ask me yeah it's pretty easy it's it's quick it's affordable mm-hmm. there's there's no like waste they send you exactly what you need to make so if you're thinking like hey i want to cook but i don't know how mm-hmm. boom and especially we like to well, a lot of young boys and girls listen to our podcast you might be asking people on a date and want to impress them there's no you can't impress somebody more than cooking for them mm-hmm it's just not possible. Or at least trying to cook for them. Exactly. Yeah, and if you try, that's better than a lot of people because uh, Burger King is not a good substitute. I've no, tried it yeah, we've, all, we've all we've tried, all, we've all all tried, tried Burger, Burger King. King. Yeah. <laughs> but really quick, afford, this is affordable. We, yeah. We've mentioned this, but for less than $10 per person per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned uh, ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Also, you get variety, DJ. Yep. What kind of... What, you can choose from new recipes each week uh, and let Blue Apron's culinary team surprise you. Recipes are not repeated within a year, so you'll never get bored. It's never. flexible, it's easy, and it's guaranteed. Blue Apron's freshness guarantee promises that every ingredient in your delivery arrives ready to cook or they'll make it right. All right, check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free oh, with yeah. free shipping. Hold on, really quick. You're getting, you, you can go check out this week's meal. 
or a menu. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to get three meals free yeah. with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash stupid. Very So cool. this is an easy one. If you haven't tried it out yet, just go to blueapron.com slash stupid and get the three meals for free and see if it's for you mm-hmm. always, i always like it when you can check it out to see if it's for you before you like mm-hmm. dive in yeah you'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with blue apron so don't wait blue apron a better way to cook you know what for fun let's say that you're a one more time for the cool sure kids at home thing. one two three blue apron.com slash stupid Bingo. So, Sam, you had the idea for what we should talk about this week because you saw uh, The Mummy. Mm-hmm. And it's part of the Dark Universe, which is the early stab um, at their own shared Universal Monster Universe. You know what? I did want to bring up because I think a lot of people know this or they've forgotten. Universal's tried this twice already. It twice? Was, I know. Within the past, like, at least 10 years. There was Dracula Untold. And then I, Frankenstein with Aaron Eckhart. That was supposed to be a shared universe thing, too? It was a, it was a touch. It was like an attempt. No one ever published it that way. But if no. it worked, they would have tied it in. They would have made it work. But no, that movie was a... That was a Yeah, and so it was bad. Dracula Untold. Yeah. Well, and it's also important to remember is that the Universal Monsters did it decades ago because they had crossover movies with Frankenstein and Dracula and the Wolfman and App and Costello. Um, classic. classic. You get that, those are the, that's the pyramid. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> uh, so there, there, is a, there is a template there to be used. I think the problem is all those, what you just described, I, Frankenstein, Dracula Untold, and um, uh, Mummy are all action movies. They're not horror movies. They're not scary. You know what I mean? Like, And it's not that it has to be that. It's just What's the unifying, like, I don't know, The even in The Mummy, um, Russell Crowe's character is like the Nick Fury. He even works for another government organization, inter- intergovernment organization that's supposed to, like, keep all these monsters in check. And it's like, you can't, you can't just make them the gross Avengers, man. Like, you gotta, it's gotta be different. It's gotta feel different. It's gotta have its own purpose. Like you, but let's be real. Would you mind if you saw the mummy, like, being sent out, like, in a crate to go after, like, the Wolfman or, like, Dracula? No, I'm super excited for the idea of Kong versus Godzilla. Like, I'm on board with that. But those franchises, that franchise embraces the inherent, like, silliness of of it. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, it's, you've gotta find the right ethos and the right tone and I don't know. Okay, so you saw The Mummy. I did. What's a way that they, in your opinion, that they could make this whole like shared universe of theirs work? I think it would have been kind of cooler if they had done it as a period piece. I know we've seen it. It's, it's always yeah. been a period piece. And the 1999 one, as cheesy as it is, it's it's beloved. It, like people yeah. really enjoy it because of what it is, and yeah. it, oh, it so knows what it is, and they're totally okay with it. There's a, there's a point when Brendan Fraser has a screaming match with the with the mummy, yeah. and like it, but it works because that's what it is, and it's meant to be scary and cheesy like that. I feel like if you took a more serious, like uh, like look at like the 1925 version of this, yeah, you could have had a really and then added a little bit of action in there as like trying to outrun the mummy or doing something like that and then trapping her at the end or him or whoever the mummy is and then kind of keeping her on the shelf and building out like this group then and not having it already exist. Yeah. That could be the start of like the mummy. 
Like that. Could it's be... interesting. I, I like your idea. So maybe, like, I know Kong Skull Island was set in the sixties, right? Sixties, yeah, Vietnam. But if we if we went back even further and kind of set these monster movies when the movies were coming out, so the twenties and thirties, and that's cool too because uh, that's one of the reasons I like pulp stories so much is there that was still at a time on our planet where there was a sense of mystery where we were starting to colonize more, explore more, so you would just find weird spots on the planet that nobody ever knew existed weird uh culture civilizations you know what i mean mm. so maybe you could find an undead witch that you know what i mean like that's that's it's it it was it wasn't as much of a stretch as it feels today mm-hmm. so set it in the 30s i like that um and then i wonder something i was, I was talking about with a friend is the idea of maybe focusing instead of on the monsters like on on a monster Hunter, like instead of because the idea of like the monsters uniting is always going to be a challenge. Mm. But if you have a group of monster hunters or a, a Van Helsing character, because that is probably also another stab that we could list as them trying to have a unified monster universe of the Van Helsing movie. I really like the Van Helsing movie. I have not watched it since I was a kid, but I think I mentioned it on here. I just think it's it's again doesn't take itself seriously. And when you like when you see Frankenstein show up and it's just like, this is fucking cool. Like this yeah. is, and he, they, again, I think I've said it again, but like they has the, it has the coolest Wolfman transformation of any movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So hold on, hold on. Yeah. I think we're getting onto something here. I know this is not our, what if our, what if podcast yeah. It is not one of our, what if episodes, but you have, because Wolfman and, and Dracula are easy to connect because, yeah. because cl- traditionally in Bram Stoker's Dracula, it wasn't just bats he could turn into, he could turn into wolves. Cool. So maybe the Wolfman is cursed because of Dracula. Mm-hmm. Boom. Easy. Mm-hmm. And so maybe Dracula could be the big bad of, of this universe we're setting up. And so you have your group of monster hunters trying to. Doesn't, didn't Van Helsing start with Mister Hyde? Is like that's the first thing he kills. I don't th- in oh in the in, in the, the movie Van Helsing. Yes, it does, and yeah. it's really cool. And, and Hyde is like I kind of wish that Hyde. I don't want to get into spoilers, but I guess I kind of did by accident. I apologize. But like, I, I always like when Hyde is a transformation, like a physical yeah, one. Yeah, same so here. Usually, in like the classic thing, it's, it's not. It's like yeah, he kind of like hunches thing. over and like he gets some changes. Like he maybe is like more formidable yeah. and stronger, and he maybe something happens with his eyes. But it's like nah, that's he stays he stays the same. Yeah, I kind of miss that. I would like a big like a big bulking like hulking Hyde. Like, did yeah. you see League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? I did not because I heard it was not very good. Oh, not but um it is very fun to see all those characters together and Hyde yeah. is like this giant kind of like deformed monster yeah and it's very cool when like he like shakes and like gets back into like his normal form i'd love to see a version of frankenstein like the dc version of frankenstein what's it oh yeah, yeah like the monster the gun, hunter yeah and with the sword and everything mm-hmm. frankenstein's monster is my favorite classic monster he's pretty cool i think my favorite i like the idea of oh man it's kind of on the fence maybe it's Frankenstein too I think it's Wolfman I think it's Wolfman I think or just werewolves in general I think those are like it's so scary and it's just like the way it passes person to person yeah and like you have no control like when it's like a vampire like you kind of like the mentality of the person changes and they become kind of fucked up and whatever yeah Uh, but when it's Wolfman it's like no they don't have a choice they don't remember that they did it yeah another good example of crossing those characters over is Penny Dreadful a lot of those characters kind of intermingle and there's a good like unifying tone I downloaded the first episode of that because you guys talked it up so much and I put it on my iPhone because you can do Netflix downloads and I fell asleep yeah. And I'll try again. I, that one, I say give two or three. No, that's why I downloaded yeah. it. I was like, I, I, I'll let it breathe. <laughs> I'll let it breathe and uh, learn and get in and do it. But um, 
it, I think connected universes are tricky, but when I was like thinking of this topic, I thought like, what, what, what are like the weird ones I want to see? Or what are the ones that like seem like they'd make sense? Yeah. And kind of like mush them together a little bit. Like I've always wanted to see a Pokemon and Digimon crossover, even though Digimon is a, is a big mess. I really like, some people really, really like Digimon and I know there's like multiple evolutions or digilutions or whatever. Yeah. And they always go back, which weirded me out when I was a kid. Cause you're used to, it's one of those that like, it's, it's, it's like whenever anybody ever tells me like, why doesn't just DC do what Marvel did and introduce every character and then have them team up? And it's one of those like, no, you're just, they just did it first. So you think that's the only way it can work. It's like, so it when does you, work out pretty well though it, in that one scenario. But I, I would argue that you could have also just started with Justice League and spun out from there. Like, but it's the same thing with like Digimon. You're like, wait a second. We've already established the rules of evolution. So once they evolve, they don't go back. All right. Digimon, like you've got to play by the Pokemon rules. Uh-huh. Like that's, Everybody needs to follow that now. Uh-huh. I remember there's like one I like didn't watch it for like four years, and I went back and like the main like dragon thing that like the small orange dragon that yeah. people you guys are gonna be mad at me on like Twitter or whatever because I don't know the names of these characters. But like I remember he like turned into this like giant one, like this giant ghost one, and you see the small one again, and I'm like, how the fuck is this making any sense? I think it was time travel. Yeah. God damn it, those shows. The, yeah, the one the one Digimon I liked was when they kids became the Digimon like they they were also the Digimon mm-hmm. I thought that was cool I thought that was a cool and they each one represented like a different element or something I'm into that shit whenever you're like I represent fire oh I represent and then you add a couple of weird ones in like I represent darkness I'm like dope I'm in and when I was a kid I was like I'm in you mean like Captain Planet Yes, but if you, if one of instead of heart it was like I represent darkness. Fuck yeah, you do. You're awesome. Everybody wants that one. Everybody wants, wants like the, like control shadows or yeah, something like right? that. It's always cooler. That um, would have been so much cooler. What what was that kid's name? What was heart? Don't ask me. But no, Captain Planet stuff. I remember I watched once as a kid and it scared me. I was like, wait, where did they all go? <laughs> <laughs> Why well, get out of him? Yeah. <laughs> get out of there! Um, but They're all just screaming inside of Captain Planet. It's a nightmare. <laughs> It's they're in limbo and they're yeah. like we don't know if we get out of here. It's kind of like when people put on the Doctor Fate helmet and they're yeah, like yeah, we don't yeah. know if we're gonna he's gonna let us go. We're just stuck <laughs> inside. We're like we're like passengers now. Um, but I was thinking I'm By like by the way hmm? I rock Doctor Fate in Injustice too. Finally like, you I'm got really, to him. no I haven't I haven't story wise I haven't gotten to him. Oh okay I've just been I've been uh, uh, playing and it's like I. He works for me. Yeah, and yeah. I, I like him and Swamp Thing when you can have like multiples of yourself on screen and kind of use that's them as like dope. when team you ups. when you like create a alternate Swamp Thing and they punch him from the other side. I'm like, that's dope. It's real. It's deep. <laughs> um, but no, I was thinking about like these connected universes. I'm like, there has to be a moment in the future where it's like, yeah, DC and Marvel put them together. Like, why yeah. not? Like, just get, like get over. Like, you know, both of your studios are gonna make a shit ton of money yeah. when you do this, and. um with Marvel doing like I feel like they're gonna move the I feel like it'd be a really smart move to move the X Men in right now if you're yes. gonna do like a Sony type deal uh, like, y- yes yeah and if like you were gonna have like your weird Sony only movies you could have your X Men only movies you could have your, if you wanted you they, and they have the easiest out with like what Sony's trying to do where it's like I want a Venom spinoff like fuck you you can't do Venom without Spider Man yeah Sony or, or Fox has an easier thing because they just have their rate have Deadpool X Force. That shit, you have your R-rated X-Men movies, but then your classic basic bitch X-Men that everybody loves, have it be, because we haven't seen that, have uh-huh. it connected to the MCU. We haven't seen that in movies yet. I would, I don't know how, but I like, do a dimensional shit. Do, 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 do reality breaking things and like. Or just relaunch the franchise. Oh, the X-Men? Yeah. Just yeah. relaunch oh, the if you got rid within of, that u- then within the universe. Oh, I'm fine with that. If you got rid of Apocalypse from happening, like, yeah. that's, I'm okay with that. You, I, you've got, you've. 
at this point, you've got nine movies mm-hmm. roughly set in the same continuity. Roughly. Uh, and for the most part, I think you only really have, in my opinion, you only really have a couple stinkers in there. The rest are either fine to great. Mm-hmm. You did good. Yeah. Relaunch, let that just be its own nine movie thing. Mm-hmm. And then have Deadpool be his own thing with X-Force and everything. And then relaunch with the classic Cyclops to get a new Wolverine and have that be part of the MCU be really cool if you kept deadpool in continuity um and just moved it over because that movie is a little bottle it's all by itself yeah yeah you could i would i would have that live in the like the old x-men continuity yeah so my my point of this episode is how would you want to see like deadpool moved into the like or like the x-men if they were to reboot it right now how would they like because they're doing a big inhumans push right now yeah, fuck that forget it uh but it's gonna happen it can't like it's yeah. gonna happen yeah. well, but how do you move the mutants in you're you are in in incorporate you're finally getting to the royal family of inhumans mm-hmm. let that be your inhumans and then have mutants show up it will be tough because all that inhumans garbage uh maybe maybe set it up that like there was something going on with the mutants in the 60s mm-hmm. and they shut down that so certain people in the government have known that mutants ex- have existed for decades and now they can't keep it a secret anymore. Ooh, have like a Doctor Strange type thing where like they use time or manipulate people's brains and they don't remember. Have like Professor X being like this like kind of like he's just kind of wiping people's minds as they go through. Like they've just done a better job of cleaning up when they've come in to help. I've also thought you could make a really dope live action series based around the conceit of um, X-Men Evolution where... Uh, which was a cartoon mm-hmm. where they went to high school, like their high schools, like it's a high school or drama. And then their kind of like after school program is professor X's school where they're learning the powers. Oh, and cool. You go from the, and really, cause that's, the, that's something you forget is they started as teenagers. They were another group of teenage superheroes in dealing with coming up in school. And that's clearly working for so far working for Donham Hall and Spider-Man kind of like going back to, you know, like the roots. Yeah. The roots. And then, and then there were a couple characters they were smart enough to not make teenage versions of like storm and Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that could, so so they've been secretly going to school and training mutants, and then finally that the first X Men movie in MCU is like oh shit if like it comes out that like mutants are a thing like you everybody's been worried about it. and humans fucking humans mutants are a thing. I think you should do a Spider Man like reveal where like um, Cap's been off doing his like Secret Avengers shit, yeah, and he's like, well, we found somebody and yeah. like he remembers like maybe hearing whispers of him in the 40s or something like that like one of the first mutants like he meets like professor x in like the past and so like since things are getting like with thanos or whatever is getting too serious yeah. like this is this is this is a league stuff yeah like, we need everybody and then professor x is like okay we're here to help well and the other thing is something you also forget the reason the x-men in the comics had the costumes that they had is because they were trying to disguise themselves as superheroes so there was a lot of prejudice towards mutants but not towards superheroes so when they went out to go save the day it's like oh we're superheroes not mutants mm-hmm. so that could be their big coming out like hey we gotta help mm-hmm. and so we're gonna disguise ourselves as another team of superheroes so they don't know that we're, they don't know that our, our secret mm-hmm. you know could be really cool also a good time to bring in the fantastic four i think i think i people, more than the x-men I'd, I'd like to see the fantastic four i think it would work i think it'd work a lot easier well that and i think no the tone the every they forced every one of their characters to match the same tone and like characters like dr strange i don't think benefit from it mm-hmm. the fantastic four i think are that tone like yeah. they perfectly fit the tone that they've been setting and so it's one of those any if any character was part of this mcu it should be the, the fantastic four mm-hmm. and you could get like little hints of it like oh you could do okay so they get like a cosmic whatever wave hits them and they get their powers or whatever yeah that could be like a wave that like thanos sends out from 
like the Infinity Gauntlet when he puts yeah. it together. So you see like them coming back to Earth being treated and that's when their abilities show up. Yeah. Don't do the ultimate one. That's a goddamn nightmare when they're yeah. like the time they're teleporting. Besides, that gets besides we, already, we already did it with uh, Trank's Fantastic Four. That's a, no, it's that's essentially the same body thing. horror. Yeah. Um, I'm not a big fan of that. When, he, when Reed is climbing and he turns around and his body is just stretched out, it's like yeah. that's... Yeah. Why? Yeah. Like, why did we do Johnny that? Johnny screaming on fire. <laughs> yeah. Things trapped inside the rock. Oh, yeah. It was rough. It's it's not a fun movie. It's yeah. really not fun no. at all. But no, that would be like a cool way of like kind of bringing them in as like this, these people who are monitoring something in deep space. And now they're like, no, we can, yeah. we can literally help. We can. Man, you got me so excited for versions of Infinity War that will not exist no, ever. No, no, no. But you'll get that Black Panther, and you'll get like Spider Man. You'll get some really cool. Well, characters. but it bums me. Like we talked about this before, it's a perfect opportunity to introduce Spider Man's black costume because he's in a cosmic event, and they're not going to because they got this fucking Venom spinoff movie. Mm-hmm. What a waste! Oh, but it would be cool if like Tony Stark like gave him this like higher tech suit that there's an option for color change, kind of like in Young Justice where like they do like the stealth mode. Yeah, have the black costume be like part of that not like symbiote i know that's yeah, what you're mentioning but like you could have at least a version of the black costume but if we were to go justice league versus uh the avengers yeah would you be down for the movie not really wrong sorry that was not the answer <laughs> sorry that wasn't the answer i was looking for i was just because it's not like don't get me wrong i'd go see it but it's like i don't you get, both of them should get their shit together before they work that like you know what I mean? Like I, I, I'd rather see Marvel get X Men and Fantastic Four, or in DC, like really give me a kick-ass Justice League movie, give me some of the more obscure characters, figure that shit out before ever thinking about them. Also, I don't know. It, it'd be a mess, man. It'd be a cool mess, mm-hmm. but it'd be the most expensive mess ever. That's what I want, though. <laughs> That's what I want, real bad. I was thinking yes. it'd be really cool if you had. Kang or someone like that, yeah, yeah, like yeah. a time travel type villain, because um, I'm guessing that's like a, 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 a what is it, Phase Four, Phase Five, or something like that. that unless be... he's unless he's tied up with the Fantastic Four rights, because he first appeared with the Fantastic Four. Shit. Yeah. I mean, so did Black Panther, and so did the Watchers, I and mean, we got all them. So yeah. who knows? Who knows? Yeah. But um, I think it'd be kind of cool to get Kang because now he's more of an Avengers villain. Like he's yes, shown up definitely. a shit ton in Avengers. Uh, young Avengers, the, it'd be cool to see the Young Avengers. It would be cool. But what if you had him kind of like breaking the timeline like in the past? You're, like, you're yeah. seeing him fuck with it so much that it merges two of them and you get like a, you get like a Gotham and you get like, um, you get like Avengers Tower. Well, we got, we, we asked you guys um, some questions and we got some people hinting at that. Um, Thierry Fournier at Thierry421. Thierry Zero four. I know they did a GLA Avenger, JLA Avengers uh, comic crossover in 2003-2004, but I would like your take on who you think would win some fights. Superman versus Hulk? Oh, um, Superman. Because yeah. it's Superman. Because it's Superman. I mean, the they Hulk did, would... They did that in Marvel versus DC, and Superman obliterated Hulk. It was, it was a vote. Uh-huh. That was one of the vote fights. Uh-huh. But still, it's like, Superman. Hulk's great, but like Superman. Super, well, so let's throw Superboy Prime in there and then see how the Hulk deals with them because Superboy yeah. Prime's scary. Yeah. We also have Batman versus Iron Man. Here's the thing. Here's the problem with, and this is not, a, this is not. I know, like this is not a knock against Marvel, Marvel's characters. It's just the way they're sto- the way DC and Marvel are structured. DC's characters are way fucking more powerful than any of Marvel's characters, except for one of these. Because you had okay, so Batman versus Iron Man. Batman would win. Yeah, because Batman's just because he's smarter. Batman. Yeah, ba- Batman. Batman. And this 
this point, Batman can fight fucking Darkseid. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm just saying Batman wins. <laughs> Batman does, but Flash versus Quicksilver. Flash, he can he, travel through time. And dimensions and everything. Zatanna versus Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch Maybe, rewrote yeah, all of reality. That is true. That is a good point, because mm-hmm. Zatanna is very powerful, but Scarlet Witch is, like, insane. Doctor Fate versus Doctor Strange. Doctor Fate. He is like a Lord of Orders. But Lords of Order. A lot of people do take him out pretty often like he gets kind of so. he and so i mean so does doctor strange yeah but but didn't doctor strange like help with like battle world like he kind of helped with like creating secret wars with, yeah he with doctor doom with doctor doom so that's he, another reason i want fantastic four in there just because doctor doom's such a good villain and we've not ever gotten a good one mm-mm, never i mean what was wrong with the 2004 one if name, you had to guess name eight things that were wrong with them and if it's not eight it doesn't count uh wonder woman versus thor wonder woman i'm sorry thor and thor's like one of the more powerful mm, it could be pretty even if it was superman versus thor superman yeah. i feel like he's, he's one even though it's magic um but wonder woman versus, versus thor could be like a pretty even uh fight yeah and i would be really down to see that martian manhunter versus versus vision Martian Manhunter, yeah. even though Vision would be real cool. Yeah. And I don't know how Martian Manhunter would beat him. Yeah, because his mind-reading power, I don't know if that would work on Vision. And also, doesn't he have the Mind Stone or something inside of his head? Not in the comics, but, but in, in the movies. movies if yeah. it was movies, then that's a. I feel like he kind of wins in the telepathy like department then. It's the Mind Stone. I don't think stone. he has to. He doesn't have the telepathy, though. But I know, but if someone were to like try to pop in there to poke around yeah. i feel like the mind stone oh even but, in- so, but remember martian manhunter can change his form so he could become like a giant monster thing mm-hmm. and then vision can make himself super dense and it wouldn't matter that might that one might be pretty even i'd be down to see that fight they'd be really cool yeah. also just give us a fucking martian manhunter in a movie how cool would that be to see martian manhunter in a movie yeah, why did dc why did dc sideline him i know cyborg's real cool but why did they sideline him so much he's so cool i don't know i remember there was a like a quote from jeff johns and he was like martian manhunter is the most dangerous character in the in like dc landscape because yeah, he's as powerful as superman but he can also change his mass and size and density and telepathy yeah, and telepathy and it's like in jla right before like Trinity War and uh, Forever Evil and everything. There's this scene in JLA where did you read JLA? Yeah. Uh, do you remember that Martian Manhunter like pushes a guy to try to attempt to kill the president, and then Martian Manhunter saves him, like yes, and like stops him. And I'm like, that's a really fucked up thing you just did. Yeah. So he a- attempted an assassination attempt just to kill the 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 uh, the, the the man that yeah. did it with the gun, and I couldn't think of a name for uh-huh. him, uh, the bad guy. And so to make himself look credible. Oh, no, bad guy. Uh-oh, bad guy, but maybe not really bad guy, Martian Manhunter, the bad guy. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that's fucked up. That's a fucked up thing to do. Yeah. I like Martian Manhunter when he's cool. Yeah, I like, I really like the, the I mean, Justice League Unlimited's take on pretty much every hero is like the most just the right, like everything. Everything about that character. What's the What's the term I'm looking for? Like the sweet spot? Yeah, it's just the sweet spot for each of those characters, but I really like their take on Martian Manhunter. Me too. Uh, we got a couple other tweets here. Let's start talking about comic, uh, connected universes or crossovers. Uh, Topher Dara mm-hmm. at Toaster Oven. In, in a Power Rangers and Beetleborgs connected universe, who would be the main villain? Uh, they crossed over. They did? Yeah, the Power Rangers and the Meatwalks crossed over. They were both produced by Saban. Oh, of course they did. Yeah. Of course they were. Man, yeah. i got to brag did, again. Can, did, I, can I brag for a second? Please do, Sam. 
my babysitter was one of the Beetleborgs. Which one? I can only look it up really quick. His name is in real life. His name is Herbie, and we're like friends on Facebook. You and talk, I feel like we've talked about this I, before. I think I have. Didn't the Beetleborgs hang out with like the? They're connected to the Universal monsters. Wasn't there like a vampire and a and a mummy? Wasn't that part the, of their like entourage? The vampire is like the one that gives them their powers or something. He's How? like he's their like Zor, Zordon. How? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, have, I have no idea how that works. Why is Beetleborgs? Oh, big bag. Never mind. Herbie Bias. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's that's that was my. No, yeah, it's Dracula. It's Dracula. There's the cover. There's the cover art. The so Herbie weird. Um, yeah, he was like the main one that helped him. But yeah, Herbie Baez. He was my babysitter. He like lived down the street of like uh, from me. Yeah, he's in a lot of Beetleborgs. Uh, yeah. So, what was his name? Uh, Roland Williams Titanium Silver Beetleborg. Okay, oh. so he was the one that was a. I think it was, he started off as green because uh-huh. then they then they went to the metal route and like it was a gold platinum and silver hell yeah you gotta yeah you gotta upgrade those but no he was in an episode of power rangers as a shockatron great classic name but it doesn't seem like it's a crossover Con. Uh-huh. <laughs> no I do, i'm pretty sure there was a crossover but i don't remember i mean i guess Zed. i don't know Zed, i mean yeah, zed's a classic one and also i don't really know a lot of beetleborg yeah <laughs> And I don't think I have the time to look through Beetleborgs no. to find all How about the this? Uh, Crystal, I, oh. Sorry, you're very right. There are all the movie monsters right here. Yeah. <laughs> There's the werewolf and Frankenstein. So they, they're crossing over the, with the dark universe. Curse of the Shadowborg. <gasps> I, lo- I ate that shit up whenever I was like, of oh, there's I... an evil version. Green Ranger, that was the shit, man. Okay. So this is very easily like it could work into the dark universe. Kamen right? Rider. That's who should there be their big bad. He was, an, he's the, he was a big part of the whole like... Somebody's gonna yell at me, man, because they don't. There's the, there's all these own term, terms. Super Sentai is the Jap. I want to say is the no. I'm not gonna do this anyway. Kamen Rider is a, is a, of a similar ilk as mm-hmm. Power Rangers and specifically Beetleborgs because he's Beetle themed. Ooh, but he's a good guy. But uh-huh. now he's evil. <gasps> and he does he merge with? Does he do like a merging thing with like a universal with with sh- the Shadowborg and with Zed? There you go. There it is. Cool. Zed's gross looking. Zed is terrifying. Oh no, they we're not getting the sequel of Power Rangers. It would have been cool to see their weird. Did it not version. do well? Uh, not in China. It flopped hard. That's funny. Probably because it was based on a Japanese property, and the Chinese don't like anything outside of their country. Maybe also just selling. It's weird. Yeah. It's like it's not like if you didn't. Oh, that's true. Because all the parts, all the parts that we liked, wouldn't translate to China well. Because it's mm. not any of the action. That theme song. Everyone's like, "What the fuck?" I mean, like even when well, watching the movie, it's weird that yeah, the, the theme song kicks in. That, but that's the thing is that the part that was good about that movie was the teen drama. Yeah, like, of course the Chinese because it was all subtitles and like, no, they're not gonna have any of that. Because uh, like Star Wars didn't translate. Force Awakens. Because yeah. there's no like nostalgia for mm-hmm. people are like, "What does the ship? What does the Millennium Falcon mean to anybody? What yeah. does it mean that the that uh, Harrison Ford gets killed?" at the end <laughs> I swear to but, god if one of the listeners here has not seen Force Awakens for any no, reason no literally every person on the planet seen it twice yeah uh, Crystal at Poe and Discord do you think interconnecting universes are getting a little out of hand like Universal uh, starting the dark universe with the mummy it makes sense why they would do that one um, yeah, and I get, especially because they did it back in the day and f- actually for everything it, it works like there it's it's an, I think it's a little annoying that it's happening right now yeah uh, all at the same Which, time by the way counterpoint to everybody saying oh you need everybody needs a movie first before they team up look at the dark universe uh-uh. yeah so it doesn't right always in. work it just it work just because it worked for Marvel doesn't mean it's always a good idea yeah maybe maybe they should just you know start with a connected one like a 
Dracula. Wow, your chair's got a lot to say about this. Yeah. <laughs> um, with a Van Helsing movie where he fights all the monsters and what, then you spin them off. What's wrong with that? Yeah, like where did they come from? And then you get really cool, like you get one in the 1800s with uh, Wolfman or you get yeah. one in like the 30s with the mummy or something. Like you get to see like he gets like an, oh, what if you what if you start with a Van Helsing one and you got like a, but it was like modern day and you saw like he goes through and he's immortal for some reason. Like he's tied to Dracula Classic. and he can't, he can't die until yeah. Dracula's killed. But you see like, like reruns or like retellings through like tomes of like his older fights with like yeah. Jekyll and Hyde or the mummy or Wolfman or creature from yeah. the Black Lagoon. Like you get into like uh, the weird Gilman. ones. Thank you very much. Uh, Gilman. Gilman is uh, uh, Alex Kurtzman called him Creech. Great. Uh huh. It's also the name of the monster in Monster Trucks that came out. <laughs> and that's in that's the more in, modern yeah. day Van Helsing in, fight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Black Flash at the Black Flash. Do you think the CW shows could ever cross over with the movies multiverse? Maybe. No. Here's. If, <laughs> I if mean, I sorry. Was, if I was in charge of the Flash movie, mm-hmm. DJ hit say, him with us. I would say, give me an after credit scene where because. If, if I were doing the Flash movie, I'd say don't bother with the time travel shit. Don't bother with the multiple. Just give me. We want to give them a solid Flash movie. Have the villains be the rogues. Start easy. Mm-hmm. Start fun. Start easy. And then movie two, we can start getting into the more complicated shit. So tag at the end. He's experimenting with the speed on the treadmill. And he's, he gets a brief flash of another dimension, and it's Grant Gustin's flash. Uh-huh. And so it, it works on multiple levels. If you haven't seen the show, you're like, he comes back and he's like, I think I can travel dimensions. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. And if you've seen the show, you're like, we just we just saw him with Grant Gustin's flash. Like, that's fucking dope. And that's it. That, that would be the best you could ever get. And then you get a scene next season in The Flash where he's just running through the speed force and you just get a glimpse. Like, you get the other side yeah, of that. Yeah, other side of that, that'd be great. Or literally the same footage because they can't get Ezra exactly. to film that. Although, that if cool. they were to get anybody for a show, I feel like Ezra would be the most down to be like, yeah, I'll pop in for like, five minutes yeah like that's super easy you got manu bennett no let's not compare those two <laughs> they're not sadly they are not in the same like they're not they're not they're yeah. worth the same right now uh no no offense manu because he's a big listener of us um contributes to the patreon okay so wait okay i was thinking about this why is it so bad to connect movies and tv shows like is it a fear of that people aren't going to understand what's happening I, good question i feel like it just requires a lot of an audience that not only are you going to watch spend money to go see a movie but you're gonna watch a show regularly okay let's be real they they launch guardians of the galaxy and it's the most obscure cosmic characters that marvel has and people mm-hmm. are on board with them and yes. they're from comics that people don't understand at the end of guardians of the galaxy volume two everyone was on board when they saw sylvester stallone's team of guardians and people yes. were like oh, okay we get this like we understand this people understood stan lee immediately when he showed up yeah. people got like the references to like the theme song and weird stuff that happened in like batman movies people People are smarter than the studios give them credit, not all the time, <laughs> not all the time, but I don't get the fear of crossing it over with a movie or a TV show. I, again, I don't think it's confusion. I think it's a requirement. Like, of now, what? Now I've got to, so wait, I just watched two hours of your movie. Now I've got to go watch 13 hours of a TV show to know what's happened, like to know what happens next. You well, you I mean? don't, I think that's the concern. Maybe, but. And you, burning the audience out. I think you could definitely introduce characters in a way that's like, 
you get it. Like, what it, do you get it? Why? What do you? What do you? What would you like to see at this? Well, why center? the fuck aren't? Why isn't Luke Cage, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and Iron Fist? Why aren't they in Avengers: Infinity War or the fourth one? That that's an easy one because Pearl Mutter and Foggy hate each other. Okay, we'll get that's the over reason. It. But other than other than that, that's different. That's like I I took your question as more of like when they pitched like, hey, we're going to do a Dark Tower movie, mm-hmm. and then there's going to be three seasons of a show, and then a Dark Tower sequel, and it's like cool it on no, that yeah, show. No. But yeah. with but the Defenders should 100% be in one of the Avengers movies. And S.H.I.E.L.D. could definitely show up. I know... That's a little challenging because of Coulson and all that bullshit, but you're right. No, That's and, why they should have made him a robot so that when Ultron showed up, they could have just easily looped it into that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, uh, he could have been an LMD. They could yeah. have, there's a lot of options. But um, you know what? At this point, we're so far into it. Just bring him back. Just bring yeah. him back. Just like... just. Say like yeah, Shield's still here. Shield's a big part of the comics. Yeah. They can be a part of the Avengers movies. Or it's okay. Quake. I mean, Quake. You know, the worst case scenario. Like, let's say they want Infinity War. They're going to bring back the Avengers. Kill off Coulson in this season of Agents of Shield. Have it be the last season and have Quake show up in the movie, and just be like, hey, we've got a clandestine Agents of Shield. So that way you don't have to deal with any of that garbage. Mm-hmm. Or you could just so, show like a scene of like Thanos like wanting to kill all life or something like that. And it's like, no, we're resilient, blah, blah, blah. And that's when you go through like the montage of everything on Earth. You get Cloak and Dagger. You get like, yeah. you see them yeah. uh, being formidable. And you're the like, runaways. You get New the runaways. Warriors. What's wrong with Defenders. that? And it's like, it's weird, but you're like, no, this is Marvel. And yeah. they're like, do we want to know more about that? Like when Thanos showed up at the end of Avengers, the yeah. first one, people weren't, people were still excited. They were like, who the fuck's that? And they did yeah. their research, but they were still excited. They were like, yeah, Nebula is like related to him. So is Gamora. There's like this complicated relationship there. People aren't like that stupid. And we always need, okay. Like we've had conversations with new media people all the time and they're always like, yeah. Wait, everyone needs content. It's like, because people are always watching. People always want to like have another thing to watch. Yes. I, I just, I think it's a little silly. Like if it's a con, if it's a fight between two old white dudes, like, Hey, then like, there's nothing we can do about that. But like, if it's a fear of like people like feeling overwhelmed or like they have to know a bunch of shit going into it, it's like, no, a good writer could probably figure out a way to like introduce them in a way that makes sense. Yeah, I feel like in Infinity War you could even have... It, it, it's a little bit challenging. I think if they were still going to do the part one, part two thing, mm-hmm. part two should definitely incorporate the Defenders or something like that. However, like I, I do get that the, the Infinity War probably has its hands full with having the Avengers meet the Guardians, plus all the plus Black Panther, plus Doctor Strange, who most of the characters haven't met, plus, 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 plus. But once all those guys have teamed up, then... Or like you said, like the idea of like... This is a world of heroes, not just like Captain America is like, I personally think it'd be dope if like Iron Man has his Avengers and he's like, oh shit, I'm not doing great. And Captain America shows up. It's like, I've been scouring the earth and the defenders walk up behind him. And it's like, these are my guys. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I would shit my pants. Like I would, (laughs) I would, because I love, those are, those are my Marvel characters. I I never really connected with Iron Man or Cap or any of the rest of them, but like Mm -hmm. Luke Cage, Daredevil, Spider-Man, I'm obviously amped that he's in the movies. Jessica Jones, all those Iron Fist in the comics, mm. but not so much the show. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, but if so, if they fuck man, yes, I want them to show up. How cool would it be if like because Cap's Avengers are like Falcon, Ant Man, all them. But yeah, if you had, whoever he broke out from the. If you had Ant Man like sitting on Luke Cage's shoulder, I'd be like, oh, okay, that's real cool. Yeah, that's, uh, and then you could just have Quake be part of that team. Literally, the only characters that would be cool that I think I'd like to see from that show come over is maybe if they were able to deal with Coulson. Mm-hmm. But definitely Quake, and if Mockingbird was still a part of the show, Mockingbird. Uh huh. 
I mean, it would. I mean, it makes the most sense if Coulson was on Cap's team. Then you got yes. Quake there, and it would be like, um, oh, that's how you introduce Quake to the rest of the Inhumans. Like, no, like there's more, and Inhumans are on Tony's side. Yeah, I mean, like, well, again, cool. but again, they're in this scenario, they're all teaming up. Oh, no, they like, are, but like this if, isn't Civil War Two. No, no, if you had the teams like show up, yeah, like, yeah, the, yeah. They're, they're there, they're there, and you're like, oh shit, there's. A whole royal family? Where the fuck are you guys hiding? A Hawaii? Yeah. Or however that however that movie TV show thing is going to work out. Yeah. There, that's how you get everybody in there. Yeah. But I, I just Mission don't. Mission accomplished. Basically, my whole point was, I'm like, I don't understand why you can't just move some TV people over. I agree. At least, like, again, my whole thing is, is can we at least get, like, Daredevil in a tag on Spider-Man? Just because I really want to see Daredevil and Spider-Man hang out. I really just if want If you're doing that. Spider-Man Homecoming and you're bringing Tony Stark in, who really has very little to do with Spider-Man most of the yeah, time. But he gave him that Iron Spider suit that for some fucking reason everybody's in love with. It looks really cool. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. You're wrong. That, well, you're wrong because you said the JLA versus Avengers movie is dumb. That's not what I said. I just said I didn't want it. Everybody agree with me. Is that what he said? I'm not try- I'm not listening to this again to figure out if I'm right or wrong. I'm just going to be an American and say that I'm right. Yeah. Yeah, that's the real lesson of today. We've got some other uh we've got some other um uh things. Uh let me just read Let's uh, do one more tweet. Let's do read one. Let's do it. And here we go. And uh here we go. Uh I'm looking through them really quick. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Isabella, because I think we got some fans here. Uh, Decapod Overlord. Alternating between episodes of Buffy, the Vampire Slayer, and Angel during a rewatch is great in the beginning when they cross over, but by the end, you're like, the fucking... The fucking... What? You're the like, fuck is wrong with SoCal. Oh, the fuck is wrong with SoCal. Two major apocalypses at the same time is basically in basically the same place bit of a flaw so connected universes don't always work yeah, yeah. and that, that's the important part when you're watching a connected universe you gotta understand each show kind of has to do its own thing and so you just roll with it mm-hmm. like you just ha- you just have to it's the same thing when you're crying. I'm so why isn't this character because they're telling their own story and it's not real and you just need to roll with it mm-hmm. like if you watch all the Netflix Marvel movies you're like or TV shows, you're yeah. like, that whole building just exploded and New York is not that big. I yeah. feel like all you guys should be running to that right yeah, now. Yeah, should be showing up. You should yeah. be meeting up in Daredevil season one. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, I don't, I, you know what? I, we don't need to poke holes in that. No. Nope. But it's because if you do that, it's going to exci- ruin it. We're going to ruin it and we're excited for Defenders. Like Flash and Arrow. Arrow. What the fuck would Flash be doing when like 90 nukes shoot up in the air and he's just like, well, he had to figure zoom. Out zoom. Yeah. <laughs> well, Zoom, you know. But again. Just just let it wash over you. Let just, it yeah. wash over you like our episodes. They'll wash mm. over you right into your ear holes, punching you right in the eardrum. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. So, guys. That could be a piece of merch, by the, the way. Punching you in your ear hole? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, thank you for rolling with us on this fun little episode of ours. We had to talk about crossovers. I wanted to talk about it. Was it was fun. I thought it, I think it was a really good topic. Let us know what you thought about the topic in a five-star review on iTunes. Ooh, <laughs> I love it when you do that. But also, you can listen to us on a number of other platforms. iTunes, yes. uh, Spotify, yes. iHeartRadio, yes. Google Play yes. Music. Yes. You can find all that at OnlyStupidAnswers.com as well as all of our social media. Only Stupid Answers on Twitter, but you gotta... Uh, yank out the bells from there we go and make sure you hit us up on there because we're going to be having announcements for our movie night we can vote with polls but also our one year anniversary event of some kind Uh, get ready for that because Mm -hmm. from what we've 
plan so far. It should be pretty cool. It's pretty cool. And ooh, you play footsie with me. You touch my foot with my foot. Yeah. Wait, what? Okay. No. Anyways, but you can also follow us on Instagram. We have Instagram stories right before we record our episodes, yeah. and so you can talk along with us. We have a Facebook only stupid answers. We have a Reddit Reddit uh, slash r slash only stupid no answers. answers. There we go. Um, and you guys can talk there. Congratulations on the one thousand followers. Yeah, and don't forget to if you want some more bonus episodes or you want to join us in the movie night to check out patreon.com slash only stupid answers also a slack sorry yeah, just had to and, get it in there and if you gave to my comic chaostheorycomic.com uh, that's I'm shipping those out those yes, should be on are. their way to you I've got everything um, uh, and so check your check your mailbox mm-hmm. for that one and uh, I, I'm really excited for you to get your hands on them also you just reminded me I just shipped out uh, I think all but three of the finger gun shirts that you guys Hell ordered. Yeah. Guys, for international orders, I need phone numbers, and I emailed all of you. You guys got to respond to those emails if you want your shirts. I'm going to email you every day yeah. because I would. it's not me being rude. I just want you to have your shirt, Yeah. and I need you to send me this so it can get it to you as quickly as possible because it's international, and it's already going to take forever. Also, I have a second shirt out right now. It's <gasps> my Sam Basher little speedster design. Really freaking cool. Shout out to... Uh, San Show Delane Delane on Twitter and Instagram. She does a lot of flash illustrations of me, and it always makes me very happy. She made this design, and it's beautiful. There's only five, as of recording, there's only five shirts left, and it's all like the XL and above. Yeah. So, so and you guys requested those, damn it. So I got some, and you, got you guys some. gotta, damn now it, you, buy it. Yeah, now you gotta buy it. Yeah, you gotta buy it, all right? Also, I'm just a little. Because at the time we're recording this, it's only been up for one day. And yeah. when we did it before, yeah, it you're sold o- out. You're, you're definitely overreacting. I know, I know. It sold out in five hours. How freaking cool is that? And now I'm like freaking out because it's been a day. <laughs> I just want them gone. I want them just gone so I can like give them out and I feel oh, successful. Oh, how would you feel if you had 400 comics you needed to sign and send those out? I didn't do that, though. You did. You did. You're, did you're that. in that and boat. I'm excited. I'm excited <laughs> to ship those out. So that's it for us this week. Mm-hmm. Any, uh, um, lovely, moist little ears. Where can they find you? At DJ Talks Trash, every place that matters. If you want updates on the comic or updates on what I'm doing, check me out there mm-hmm. at DJ Talks Trash. Sam, where can they find you? At Sam Basher, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, everything, YouTube. Um, but <gasps> this is Monday when this is coming out. Yes, that is and correct. A vid, the video the reason I went to New York the video for that should be out I will be cool. tweeting about it from my account cool. on Twitter uh, only sp- uh, Sam Basher fuck uh, Sam Basher at, <laughs> at Sam Basher it's a very fun video from what I've heard I haven't been able to see it yet uh-huh. but um, I'm very excited because I played Django with all the stars of the mummy and it was very cool that's awesome it was a very fun day and so Viva Patel is very pretty and I had a hiccup right now just thinking about her. You know, when that special girl, you start talking about special someone yeah. and you get hiccups in the middle of your podcast. No, I don't. But I, uh, it doesn't surprise me that you do. Of course. And I was sweating <laughs> profusely during that interview. Spraying everywhere. It was. Yeah. Man, that deodorant does not hold up in those interview rooms. But guys, thank you so much. Make sure you share this podcast. Yes. That is a That is a big way that we get to keep doing the things that we love. Also, support us on Patreon if you can. Uh, because we appreciate every single one of you that's contributed thus far. And also, our interviews are dope. Our interviews, dope. oh man, yeah. we've had done one with famous actor James Allen McCune and yeah. the friend of the show, Clark Wolf. Wolf. And they're dope, and so we got more stuff coming your way uh-huh. soon. And new stuff as well for that bonus episode, and... <gasps> 
new tiers. I know there's a lot of announcements yeah. coming at you right now, but make sure you just follow us on social media. You get all the info you need. Hell yeah. We love you guys. Thank you for supporting us, and we'll see you guys next, next time. time. Why? Why? No, hit me, done. hit me, hit me here. Time. Time. Hey! That definitely peaked. <laughs>